What's up guys, welcome back. You're listening to Through Brown Eyes and I'm your host, Ali Ball. Today's topic tends to make a lot of people uncomfortable. And well, I am okay with that. I mean, being a black person, I often feel uncomfortable. So for those of you who don't know me, sports is a big part of my life. I love to compete. It doesn't matter if it's on a court, a field, or a track. I suspect that most people love some form of competition. Maybe it is board games, video games, maybe it is getting the highest grades, or maybe it is like me and it's athletics. But what if whatever it is you like to compete at? What if no matter what you did, you always had to start behind? Okay, so you are running a mile race, but you had to start two minutes after everyone else. Or you were playing basketball, but the other team gets a 20 point lead. Or you were playing Monopoly, but everyone else starts with $5,000 in properties and you start with nothing. That is white privilege. It is like no matter what you do, because of the color of your skin, everyone else has an advantage. Okay, I am sure this particular subject is going to upset some people. They will say I'm wrong in the sense that white people don't have privilege. But the truth is, white people do have privileges that black people and other minorities don't have. I hope you stay to the end and listen and hear how I see and am affected by it. First, what does just the word privilege mean? Dictionary.com defines it as a special right, advantage, or immunity granted or available only to a particular person or group. Think about that a minute. An advantage available only to a particular group. Listen, I am in no way saying because you're a white your life has been easy. Everyone has problems, struggles, and issues. However, the things that make your life not easy are not because you are white. Maybe you are poor, an immigrant, handicapped, a woman, gay, been abused, attacked, or teased. These all might have created struggles in your life, but can you say any one of those things are because you are white? I do not want to discredit your stories and your pain. I encourage you to share and talk about it because our life stories most often can help others. However, when you discredit the idea of white privilege, you are saying that many of my struggles have nothing to do with the color of my skin. Some don't, but many do. Let's start with the big one people have been talking about lately. How do you view the police? See, most white people grew up saying cops as the good guys. I mean, they're there to protect you, right? I remember hearing when I was little, people say, if you are in trouble, you can always trust a police officer. Run up to them if you need help. I did grow up learning that most cops have good intentions. My uncle is a cop, and a good one. I really do believe that. But as a black person, I have to be careful, because not all of them see me the same. If I'm in trouble, I cannot run up to a police officer without being afraid of their reaction. Will they think I'm running from trouble? Will they think I'm going to attack them? Now, how do you think police view you? If you are on an afternoon walk and a police car drives by, do you ever wonder what they are thinking? If you are in a parking lot, a store, at a parade, 
in a restaurant and you see one, do you ever worry how they view you? Most likely, not. When I walk down the street, more often than not, the police will slow and look directly at me. Might even circle the block a few times. When I'm around a cop for any reason, I have to be on alert and do everything I can to make myself not appear intimidating. I can't give them any reason to suspect me of anything. It can be downpouring rain, and if I see a cop, I quickly pull off my hood. In a store, no hands in pockets. Eyes up. Don't stand too close to anyone else. See, it doesn't matter that I'm a good student, that I've never gotten in trouble with the law, that I volunteer, that I was in Girl Scouts. None of this matters, because they will stop me and say, you match the description of someone we are looking for. This is what they always say. This is their way of saying, you are black and I want to make sure you aren't causing trouble. As a white person, you have the privilege of police making you feel safe. As a black person, I don't have that privilege, thinking all police are good. Well, that is not an assumption I can afford to make. Let's move on. Let's talk about our everyday lives. Whether you are a student like me, have a job, or you're at a grocery store, the mall, the movies, whatever. Do you feel like in every one of those situations, you have to be a role model? For an, for an example of how good all white people are? Do you fear that your actions and behaviors will reflect poorly for all other white people? Again, your skin color gives you the privilege of not always having to think about this. Before people take the time to get to know me, they will judge me and have preconceived ideas of who I am merely based on the color of my skin. I know that I have to always speak clear and complete sentences, dress neatly, and hold myself a certain way, just so I don't feed into the stereotype of people assuming I'm unintelligent. It only takes one slip, one moment, for people to push me right back into their negative stereotype about me. Maybe they know me from school and see I'm a good student, but then they see me hanging at the mall, being a bit loud and crazy with my friends, or maybe I get frustrated and lose my temper, and boom, their view of me changes. Because of the color of my skin, more people expect bad than they expect good. It is a daily fight to prove that stereotype wrong. How about books, TV shows, and toys? All of these have an influence and impact on kids. When I was growing up, my mom worked extra hard to find books that were more brown than white. This is a challenge though. You walk up and down the aisles of children's sections of most libraries, and you will find the covers are filled with overwhelmingly white characters. As I got older, I found that it was the same for the amount of non-white authors. So the characters are not black, the authors are not black. Hmm. When you read a children's book to your kids, how often do you find yourself realizing that the characters are not white? I remember this excitement I would feel every time we pulled into the parking lot of Toys R Us. I remember getting money for my birthday and being excited to buy a new Barbie doll. I walked down the aisle looking at all the baby dolls and Barbies looking for just one that was like me, except there were none. 
They were all white. My mom and I would dig through bins looking for that one darker skinned doll. Most often, it was an off-brand and on clearance. It didn't matter if it was little people, Barbie dolls, princesses, or action figures. They all were overwhelmingly white. See, being white, you have the privilege of easily finding things that are like you or your children. Whether it is TV shows or movie characters, pictures in a book, or a Barbie doll. Okay, now let's take a minute to talk about the protest and even the riots. See, you have the privilege to not have to protest, to be treated fair and equal, or to have justice be served. I keep hearing, yeah, I get that black people are mad, but destroying things isn't helping. By saying this, you are showing me that you are not taking the time to understand our pain and understand what we are fighting for. I do not support the violence, please don't get me wrong. However, even Martin Luther King Jr. understood the importance of riots. He spoke in depth about it in a speech in 1967. He explains the riots need to be understood. They are a very special kind of violence that is intended to shock the white community. I very much wish that we didn't have to fight for equality and justice in this way, but without everyone doing something to help, I know the riots will continue. I also have many that say, I support you, and I do believe Black Lives Matter, but protesting or getting involved just isn't my thing. Again, you have the privilege to not have to get involved. However, again to quote Martin Luther King Jr., in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. So friends, please don't be silent. It is nice to see the Black Lives Matter circle on your profile pic, or to see you like a post. But if that is all you do, then it is for show, not for real change. See, this is still a form of white privilege, because you don't have to do anything to make it easier for your race. Let me be clear though. There are lots of ways of getting involved. Maybe it is reading and educating yourself so you can have informed conversations on the subject. Maybe it is donating money. Maybe it is protesting. Maybe it is supporting black businesses, reading black authors, and for sure it is voting. I'm still too young to vote, and this kills me. I want my views to count for something. I've been ready to vote since I was seven. So please, I beg you, don't waste your right to vote. Seriously, though, I hope today I pushed you into an uncomfortable place that awoke a desire in you to work toward change. I hope you can see that being cool with being uncomfortable can bring the change that is so very needed. Okay, keep listening, learning, and growing. Let's keep working to make the world a little better for those who follow after us. I'm Ali Ball. Thank you for listening to Three Brown Eyes. I hope to continue to amplify voices and bridge the gap to equality. Please like, follow, and share.